theater can be used for every skill across the job ladder of the company you know right from the graduate hire till the c level employees welcome to the stars of learning podcast where your host jyoti ji explores the minds of the thought leaders who have vast experience and in depth knowledge in the learning industry now over to your host jyoti ji Hello everyone. A very warm welcome to the Stars of Learning podcast and I'm your host Jyoti G. I'm glad and happy that you are joining me today as each episode of my show are sure to accelerate your learning, enhance your capability, connect with these inspiring leaders and keep you well versed with the disruption or change happening currently and in the future. at the learning phase i also assure you that you will master the best of what people have already figured out so friends before i jump into the episode the great news is stars of learning podcast completes 3 months and what more 1000 plus downloads across 22 countries and this was only possible through this podcast friends i must thank you and my heartfelt gratitude to you and to all my wonderful listeners who have been in this journey and i'm super duper excited when you all reach out and connecting to me so so inspiring and motivating friends and this wouldn't have been possible without you supporting me in this uh, journey thank you thank you once again and if you are a first time listener and tuning into my show please hit the button subscribe and so you don't miss the future episode and this is episode number 8 of stars of learning podcast with rangaraj batracharya theater based facilitator ceo actor and storyteller at vimo solutions william defoe said great theater is about challenging how we think and encouraging us to fantasize about a world we aspire to in the early 1980s theater and art based behavioral training were used for employee engagement in few corporates but in the 2000s it's it was started to be embraced as a powerful training methodology in india over the past decade theater based corporate training has evolved as well which is not mere a role plays or a icebreaker or a team building activity but a serious tool companies are using it for everything from behavioral adaptation change management and leadership skills development to handling cultural and personal issues innovative methodologies are used for grooming talent in the areas of leadership unconscious bias presentation skills diversity and inclusion self mastery innovation and creativity and many more so friends have you ever heard of using theater as a medium for all your training needs a number of theater based corporate training firms has sprung up in the past few years and in this episode we are going to unveil all about theater or drama based training so i'm glad that you're joining me today for this episode and i'm also super duper excited for this show guys as our guest today rangaraj batacharya theater based facilitator ceo actor and storyteller at vimo solutions 
a venture that renders intensive stress-busting theater workshops, has been instrumental in taking theater-based learning to more than 15,000 employees across IT, manufacturing, retail, healthcare, banking and public sector industries, and more than 5,000 students across various educational institutions. Rangaraj has led a team of multi-talented professionals working on projects across India who explores new ideas and builds experiences that last longer and definitely an aid to retain and implement the behavioral traits. So Rangaraj is also the co-founder of an energetic theatre group in Bangalore called We Move Theatre and he's also an actor with over 140 shows to his cap. Without any further ado, let me welcome my guest, Rangaraj Bhattacharya. Rangaraj, thank you very much for joining us for today's show. Uh, it's my pleasure, Jyoti. So, Rangaraj, let's uh, begin with a little background about yourself. As you have started your career as a software engineer in a big giant companies, and now you are a theater-based facilitator, CEO, and an actor, and a storyteller. Please tell us, how did this shift happen? Uh, well, uh... When I started my career in the IT parallelly, I was also uh, doing theater. So close to about nine years, my uh, profession of, you know, working as a software engineer, where I eventually, uh, I was a technical architect by the time I quit the IT world. Uh, that used to also parallelly go on with theater. And in this due process of, you know, grooming up to the next level and going through uh, different kind of trainings, uh, I somewhere found a lot of similarities between the theater world and the actual trainings that was happening at the companies or in terms of the skill needs. And, uh, in, in, you know, a normal classroom trainings, uh, to be very honest, wasn't that interesting. Hmm. So I thought, you know, how can we make the trainings better? So that thought led to the formation of VMove Solutions. And uh, I started off uh, my company in 2014. And from then on, it's been a roller coaster kind of a journey where we've, you know, we've learned quite a lot of things. We've moved, we've grown, and uh, today we work with companies across the country. So I think the reason for this shift is that you know major similarities between the theater world and actually the you know a, a professional world or the corporate world of working. Okay, wonderful, uh, uh, Rangraj. I think it's uh, adult learning also is, you know, getting into a boredom of classroom session. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Rangraj, uh, using the science of theater to disrupt the classroom learning, because you did say that's a boredom, how easy or difficult it is to start off with the theater? Uh, like uh, today, as a participant, if you look at probably to start off, uh, you know, uh, to shift that mindset for theater-based learning, that's not actually difficult because, uh, you know, uh, you are uh, supposed to just let yourself free and, you know, enjoy the environment, enjoy what's happening and you learn through your experience. But if this is about like, say, to as a trainer, if you're going in or as a, you know, theater-based learning company, you're going in into companies and telling them, you know, we are here to use uh, science of theater for learnings. I think in 2014, when we started, it was really hard. Okay. It took us a, it, it took us a couple of years to actually convince companies to even buy in the concept and, uh, you know, look at theater beyond an angle of entertainment or employee engagement. Hmm. But uh, today, that's not the case. Today, 
there's a lot of companies who are appreciative of that fact uh, again maybe people still don't 100% believe in it but at least today they know that okay this works and i know someone who's tried this but that wasn't the case about 2 years back, about you know 4 years back okay so you mentioned that you know that breaking that you know last 2 years it's definitely been a challenge so how do we right. add this new flavor breaking all the stereotypes of training and how do we do that as a lnd professional i think as lnd professionals there is at one place we should be willing to take the risk and try something new because uh, i think that's all that's that's the whole motto of uh, uh, lnd isn't it you know you're trying to give in a new experience to your participants your tra- uh, to your employees you're trying to add a new flavor into the learning to and not uh, once in a while experiments do fail but it should be that calculated risks that we should take and see okay let me go try if this works and uh, the companies also should guide the people on the other side who say that you know i'm going to try a new methodology to ensure that if the methodology adheres to the learning and taking that calculated risk i think that's very important today mm-hmm. okay Or else the learning world is going to be monotonous like say how we had uh, ppt based trainings happening for 40 years yeah. some are going to exist and they are <laughs> going to continue for another 40 years <laughs> yeah i think uh... yeah that's going to break uh, i think 2019 trends when i was reading a report it says it's no more a ppt driven and a classroom driven we should be geared up to give that kind of a environment just in time learning kind of an opportunity for the individuals right uh, i think uh, that's right but unfortunately one more thing happening is the e learning right the we moved away from ppt we are saying we'll do e e learning but content wise there is still no innovation happening mm-hmm. it's the same recorded classroom sessions being as videos i don't see a major difference in the kind of content being given okay i think that also has to change true true so so this new flavor adoption is getting improved you are saying for the last two years uh, mm. how is this theater based uh, training in in india it is evolving as a serious tool for leadership uh, congrats because i have read somewhere that you know few of the corporates use mm-hmm. theater based like you know uh, as a program like they want they they come up with a theme and they say okay this is the book we need to come up with an act and you know bring in that kind of an objectivity so the modules are more creative and collaborative so wanted to understand how theater based training covers all of this i uh, see uh, today uh, i think theater based learning is uh, moved beyond that also uh, like uh, you know uh, actually there is one part of it where it still exists where you take a book or a management story you convert it into scenarios and you know make people enact and learn from that that is one part of it but uh, what we are also heading as a company is to take it to the next level where we are using different elements of theater it could be uh, you know part of production design it could be script writing it could be the back end part of acting which comes as you know script analysis or character analysis we are getting multiple art forms into it and theater is actually moved even beyond the part of acting and you know reading stories where there are different techniques coming in to make leadership trainings happen so uh, personally as such we as a company have been doing leadership training sessions if we've done uh, you know workshops on uh, on for man- for the managers and senior managers on how do you do succession planning 
uh, we have done it on business storytelling we have done on things like you know feedback and appraisal mm. uh, and conflict management your collaboration and also on innovation and how do you actually move on from a manager to a mentor so uh, today theater is being the good thing is theater is being used as more as a targeted learning by a lot of companies where they are trying to address specific problems and challenges and rather than just saying that okay this is one of the off the shelf trainings that i need and i need it to happen through theater so i think that is where it's been a great thing okay so when you say theater you also mentioned that there are a lot of techniques and uh, you know when when usually when you say theater it's a, usually various formats come into a, a layman's mind it's a professional actor right. or you know actors using a playback or a street play and you know it's a music or a creative but how are you bringing theater based format into learning okay so uh, the uh, this is something a lot of my clients also were surprised to hear for the first time when i said this i said you know in our workshops acting is less than 10% okay or there are certain workshops where there is no acting at all <laughs> so oh, see the theater is a huge you know it's an art form as such where uh, there is as i was telling there are many elements to it there is script writing there is story creation there is a prop design there is lighting there is stage management and there is certain techniques the actors will have to learn as a part of our prep work before we go on stage mm-hmm. now and also like say music is a part of theater or if you're trying to get in any particular time you know type of dance or martial arts it's a part of theater and there are many other things like say using your imagination to create something or using your uh, you know certain creative techniques to build something out of the box or to show something that does not exist all these are different skills that an actor has to develop as a part of theater so what we have done is depending on the kind of intervention that we do we use those specific techniques or skills that's needed and we build activities keeping that as a base okay so with this what happens is it's it's more fun for the you know uh, participants who come in it's very engaging it's if there are 30 participants all the 30 are involved at the same point of time uh, one of the restrictions of using acting is you can't engage all 30 at the same time there True. is always someone who is the audience yeah. right so we wanted to eliminate that factor so that's where we we limit acting to be very very minimal and most of the time in our sessions not most of the time every time in our interventions participants do 90% of the work and there is only one facilitator who goes in who would be the laziest in the room hmm. <laughs> interesting <laughs> so it's a discovery uh, phase for every individual when going through the theater based workshop i think yes yes so we we call it as reflective learning where as a you know participant go through have fun and at the end of the session reflect upon the experience that you've got and learn what you did connected to the session and then on how you can implement it at your cubicles and all of this happens by the facilitator just asking questions hmm. there hmm. is absolutely no gyan or debrief from the facilitator okay okay interesting uh, rangaraj and uh, while we are talking about this fun and discovery phase for the individual uh, the theater is a strong medium that you know enables implementation of skills from its root Additionally it is also a subconscious learning which integrates into the participant system with ease it's like you are watching a movie and you know 
you get into the character so what yeah. is your intervention in making learning fun and interactive so as i said uh, since we use different elements of theater and the kind of activities that we do is targeted to make sure that the participants have fun mm-hmm. so uh, that's the uh, main uh, part of it and what makes our interventions become more effective and you know uh, not just people remembering the learning but also the behavior change also happens is the part where what we have introduced called as a reflective learning where uh, the uh, download of information is not there from the facilitator so uh, like say a lot of experiential learning techniques fail at this point or even like say techniques like role play and everything according to me fail at this point where uh, there is a direction that the facilitator sets Mm-hmm. and the participants are asked to follow the direction or if based on what participants have done something the facilitator analyzes their actions and try to derive the learning right with what we do that does not happen the facilitator asks questions to the participants makes them think about their actions and helps them connect their own actions to the learning and makes the participants come up with the learning okay and then we summarize on two or three points which they think that it can be implemented in their regular work life so with this what happens is it puts out a sense of responsibility on the participants and the learning stays with them for a longer time yeah this recalls to me that you know uh, learning to be effective it should be only 10% of what you actually read and 50% of what you hear but then uh, 90% is what you do and experience especially the behavioral change happening yes. you know that experience itself matters it's not like you think cooking and you are able to co- do cooking or you you think cricket and you are good at playing right <laughs> that's right I mean, cooking is a great example uh, you got to make sure that you know uh, you turn on the stove you start cooking it might be bad not necessary it becomes good but at least you know what not to do yeah you learn best sure. by doing <laughs> right yeah. so that's that's the whole thing that uh, we follow as a principle in assessments yeah you also mentioned that you know theater enhances employees mental well-being also how does this happen see uh, what happens with theater is uh, it creates a safe environment where uh, people can go and explore themselves and not worry about a lot of things right it creates that nasibu effect where it's a safety net people are not uh, afraid of being judged or anything and once it removes that fear of failure that's there automatically a lot of you know great things can be done by people that's where it enhances that mental well being because you know th- there was one army veteran who told me this he said sir ranga in india people suffer with this lkk syndrome Okay. And I asked him what? He said log kya kahenge? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so uh, that, that that one thing, right? Ki what would people think of me? That affects our mental well-being to a great extent. And theater is a video which takes that out and that way it it makes them more empowered, makes them uh, feel more confident and comfortable about themselves. are uh, not bother about failure and actually look on how can i do the best going forward so that's where it enhances the mental well being to a great extent so it takes out the main reason of element of stress ah okay it's all the exploration of uh, emotions and you know raise awareness about 
लोग क्या कहेंगे सिंड्रम एंड या एंड आई थिंक विद दिस सिनारियो पीपल कैन ऑल्सो एंगेज वेल नॉट टू द स्पेसिफिक्स द थीम और द ऑब्जेक्टिव वॉट यू आर ट्राइंग टू डू अबाउट इट वंडरफुल Yeah, and also they kind to kind of get to see a different side of themselves. They have moved out of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. so that makes it much better for them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Ranga, we also see that you know uh, people are so stressed out with the problems uh, they face in the day-to-day work. Can right. one enhance problem-solving too with the theater-based uh, learning? Yes, definitely. you have some examples actually the, the, we do a session specifically on problem solving you know when it comes to theater and if one were to practice theater as just a theater professional and not you know even with the theater based intervention right uh, then also it helps a lot like say see uh, theater is all about live performances right it's everything goes live at the same time so when a lot of things go live never ever everything falls in place true right so it's murphy's law something has to go wrong always so as a theater person or someone who practices theater you're conditioned to anticipate what could go wrong and you're constantly thinking of solutions mm-hmm. so that is where it helps see there is two things that we can do either we can be the problem or be the solution uh, this is something that i tell a, a lot during the trainings that i do on uh, stress free living where i tell people that you can either choose to be the problem or you choose to be the solution mm. so doing theater you get on to being the solution side where you know there is a problem but you're constantly thinking how do i stop the problem and start thinking of a solution so bring you know building that solution oriented mindset is very important and that's that is the biggest thing that can help in problem solving and one thing to believe in problem solving is no solution is permanent mm wonderful so, <laughs> so that 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 is what makes theater more effective in our software engineering field we always keep identifying the risk and the risk mitigation i think right. very well uh, weaved in that now actually i've started working on teaching technologies for graduate hires using theater now oh okay so uh, so this particular area of real world problem solving is an intervention that i do where i can that is where this whole uh, even i realize that you know theater can be viewed as a bigger tool for problem solving because you're constantly looking because it helps you Im- imagine and visualize the whole problem in front of you at a real world simulation level right uh, so that is where uh, you get the bigger picture you're looking at more solutions and the thought process shift is very much important which can happen in theater yeah very insightful uh, message uh, ranga so ranga can you name top 5 important skill you learn from theater that would be injustice to so many things <laughs> at least <laughs> name a five for my listeners to you know benefit you know okay there okay. are things we can explore uh, so to put it in one line uh, i've actually done uh, you know uh, this is theater can be used for every skill across the job ladder of the company you know right from the graduate hire till the c level employees the cxos and everyone so all the skills that's needed all non technical skills can be learned through theater but if you were to tell if you ask me to tell the top 5 i would say communication skills okay then a storytelling mm-hmm. conflict management 
problem solving and uh, stress free living mm mm-hmm. very so, important and negotiation yeah negotiation skills these are so uh, the world economic forum uh, last earlier this year in jan they actually published an article where uh, you know all the top 5 skills needed for 2020 and the skills were communication then uh, there was creative problem solving there was negotiation skills stress free living and then the fifth one was ai or machine learning okay. so except for ai or machine learning all the top four skill requirements that's for 2020 can be learned through theater or the theater based interventions okay wonderful so in continuation to that uh, rangraj you did say this uh, top skills uh, can you focus on specific competency to be addressed while designing the program uh say for example communication skill or a storytelling how are you engaging to get this objective and it's important you know that all members who are part of this workshop feel that they are now aware and have accepted it and going to adapt and change as they walk back from the workshop right see one thing is very important like say once we have identified a skill or a competency that's needed we do we would do have certain principles uh, based on which we are going to design the program but where uh, it is important is to strike a balance between the common sense of the participants and the skill that we are talking about like say for example if we talk of communication skills mm-hmm. uh there is uh, you know multiple elements to it right there is uh, your oral communication where the voice modulation the you know uh, the expressions and emotions come in and then there is your uh, the, the the body language the eye contact and all of this become a part of it now if, if we was to do a session on communication skills one is the part of actually implementing the communication and one is building the structure for your communication like say how you see it and what you say it mm, so okay. if i was to, if i were to talk of the part of how you say it what we do is we bring in the techniques of acting in it that is something that every actor learns through where you sp- learn to speak from the core uh, you're modulating your voice you're holding on to your expressions use of your hands how do you stand in front of people eye contact all of it so what we do is we make people actually go through the same techniques that's needed for acting okay. but time to time connect those techniques with what is required of their job role okay like yeah. if i ask them to generate voice from the core mm-hmm. i would teach them the technique of generating voice from the core but i would ask them why is it needed for you you're a software engineer so why is speaking from the core needed for you why should you have energy in your voice why should you hold on to your audience attention so that is where it builds that connect of a technique to something that you need to do as a part of your role so that is where i said you know striking a balance between the principles or the competency ideas that we come up with to the common sense of the participants that makes it more acceptable for them and also while building any of these activities we ensure that all the 30 people are doing something or the other at all points of time through the workshop so all our activities are designed to engage all 30 people or 25 people or how many of our participants we get in the session mm-hmm. we make sure the activities are designed in such a way that everyone is doing something at each point of time we don't let anyone sit idle oh, wow very powerful uh, rangraj i think that why question you know and what's in it for that individual f- for doing this con- connecting the dots uh, very well uh, articulated ranga i think uh, this uh, 
all the programs what you mentioned and uh, the kind of a synergy and the objective you have brought in are there any other engagements also you do with organizations so that you know that can benefit through theater based approach and it's not just training i'm referring to no, we don't uh, so again uh, it's not just trainings thanks for asking so we have actually worked with companies across all spectrums of uh, you know what is needed for a in in the scope of hr safety health everything employee engagement any internal communications for the company uh, like say one of the things that we have been working is uh, with uh, unilever we have been working for the last 3 years creating awareness on road safety oh wow uh, and uh, this year we extended it to creating awareness on home safety for their own employees we have tied up with the same company where we have traveled across to government schools on the rural areas of bangalore and raised awareness on the importance of education for the high school children because the government schools have a major problem with children above 7th standard dropping out quite a lot because of the influence of the you know anti social elements and the pocket money that they make okay so we have used theater for that we have used theater to create awareness on uh, you know breast cancer uh, against using tobacco we have done it uh, as a part of internal communications for companies we've done it for diversity and inclusion prevention of sexual harassment uh, we even do uh, use uh, theater performances just for fun for people to you know come in as a full or performance and people have fun and move on from there so basically any communication or awareness that a company wants to create let it be in any kind of field it can be done through theater and we have also used this uh, you know uh, theater based performances to create awareness on uh, this is something that you might not believe that i'm telling you this you know uh, the digital safety and security rules as well we have done that oh wow we have done it for compliance okay wonderful <laughs> yeah i definitely can vouch as an lnd professional you know role play will be an excellent uh, medium to bring the subject to uh, life in a real way and you know making it more interesting yeah so uh, ranga i also see uh, you mentioned that you know your implementation strategy is iel can you explain to my listeners what it is and how this is going to benefit when they go through this approach uh, iel stands for involve energize and learn yeah okay. so it's a very simple strategy we any session that we do we spend first third, uh, first 10 to 15% of the time of the session in ensuring that all the participants are involved in the room forgetting whatever you know they have come in from outside through that we do very simple things we ask them this is again irrespective of the job level they are in uh, once i asked the ceo of a company to do this and he was surprised but he still to my luck he went through with it okay. so we ask them to put their mobile phones aside huh. take off their shoes and sit on the floor okay and all our sessions happen inside an empty room okay so what happens is it takes off the tags and a lot of other thoughts that they are coming out with so the first step involve is to make sure that people forget what's happened to them outside the meeting room or the training room and become part of the you know environment there energize is to make sure you know it's a step wherein you keep up the energy of the all the participants in the room to a very high level to an extent where you know they do things on whatever you ask you to do them without thinking too much about it Mm-hmm. create enough noise have fun such that 
if possible all the people on the floor come in and knock on the door and say keep it down wow <laughs> so <laughs> that's the second step and the third step learn is that you know once you've gone through a series of activities uh, you as a facilitator ask questions to the participants like how i was explaining earlier where you know if they have done something you ask them questions on you know how is this going to help you how do you see what is the learning and what is your take away from here and how are you going to implement it mm. so that is where as a facilitator you stand up and you ask questions to the participants either based on the activity or things that they have done as a part of the activity and make sure that they learn from this so that is the process which we follow through this that's what iel is for very insightful rangraj engaging no nonsense no hierarchy and very practical to connect the dots wonderful right. yeah so uh, rangraj you also bring in theater as a revolution for learning where do you think hr or business collaborate and make the learning impactful um it's majorly for us in understanding uh, you know the participants that's one part of it and second part of it we are trying to change this particular you know uh, thought of the hrs where just because you're trying to do an off the shelf training for a calendar that you have to design does not mean you don't have any vision for it there is always a certain purpose why you're doing every training like say uh, uh, if you're doing communication skills as a part of your learning and development calendar and this is not i'm talking only from a theater perspective but from every learning perspective the objectives have to be clearly defined to the person who's doing the trainings and you know you have uh, as a hr uh, we are collaborating with the hrs and understanding what is the vision of the company to make these trainings happen what is the problems that they have seen that you know these set of people are being a part of the trainings that's one and trying to measure the business impact now one thing is very hard with all these non technical trainings i'm sure you would agree with me on this that you can't measure the roi of a learning yeah right so what we are trying to do is we are trying to measure the thought process shift in this learning where we are recording the immediate learning impact of all these sessions and also we have done uh, surveys where uh, post 6 months after the workshops we have done recordings and you know post one year we have done interviews and mock interviews with people trying to understand where you know theater in the impact of theater gets showcased and one thing that we have seen when the hrs actually understand uh, you know uh, the connect between theater and the business impact and give us all the information what we saw was after one year of the training all the participants remembered every element of the learning that came up with the session and they were actually even implementing it at their work so that is where that's the importance of hrs they'll ah. have to help us understand the business vision and help us connect theater with that yeah i think with this kind of a strategy that will leave a long term effect on employees yeah right. uh, the, and making that mind shift and that's what is going to be effective in the learning yeah so uh, rangraj you also mentioned in your achievement last year that you had a high number of uh, cubicle performances what is it I, and what's the output like uh so this cubicle performances is an improvised version of street play so what we did was uh, it's normal theater performances people are working in their cubicles just going announce to the people that you know give us 10 minutes of your time and start performing right there so there were no props nothing people were shocked surprised to see us okay and, like a flash mob uh, kind of a flash mob yes 
uh, so but it's more of theater and acting in this okay. so we did close to about more than i think we did close to 200 shows last year oh, on wow. these cubicle performances uh, so the, the impact and the output was again we touched upon various topics uh, one we did on road, sa- road safety uh, yeah. then one we did was on uh, you know diversity and inclusion we have done these performances on this and we have also done performances for a company in uh, that sits in pune and gurgaon for them specifically we did performances on the employee engagement initiatives and the internal communications of the company in terms of what is the company that it wants what kind of values and what kind of messages it wants to put across to these employees it was done through theater performances okay mm-hmm. very nice we can derive organization values also through this uh, program yes 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 so uh, rangraj how can lnd apply theater based learning for new hires especially millennials now getting into the corporate life yes yes uh, so you you just mentioned about values of the company right yeah uh, before we were talking so that's the first stage where theater can become part of you know making the millennials realize the values of the company that's why and also we have been doing quite a lot of programs on campus to corporate see uh, the, uh, the the problem is uh, you know like like last week uh, the global chief of ibm gave a statement that you know indians are unemployable mm-hmm. and that is something indians being unemployable is something that i think it's been making news for the last 4 years but no one seems to do anything about it mm-hmm. so theater is something that can actually solve that problem and we have been doing that for quite of a quite a few of our clients where see there is a transition that requires for the new hires to move on from the campus to the corporate environment like in college you have someone you can bank on uh, you know someone who's been constantly telling you what to do and someone is guiding you at each stage which right. will not happen at a corporate level so theater is a fantastic tool to use for people to pro you know understand the transition of saying that okay how do i move myself away from being a college student to a you know working professional how do i start self learning how do i actually work within the boundaries of the organization and this kind of a learning is where theater becomes very very effective for graduate hires yeah because the knowledge and the skills and the attitude is very very important when they come into the right. corporate life right and the technical knowledge is something today i think every company gives out access to google teach them basics of technology and after that they're good to go but yeah. the point is of the non technical skills that has to be built and theater is a great tool to make it happen okay wonderful uh, i think this is something a new concept which our lnd professionals should uh, grab the opportunity and make this happen yes actually i think it should because uh, for the last 3 years there have been quite a few companies which have been doing theater based programs and a lot of our clients have seen a great change and attitude shift in the way you know from their previous batches to people who have gone through theater and they've seen great value with it so that's where i'm being so confident in saying that it works okay So uh, Rangraj I was going through your profile and I see that you have grabbed the India's most innovative learning company from CII so what does that mean to you and what was that innovation that fetched you this award uh, so uh, the innovation was the whole USP of a company itself where we said we are using science of the science of theater for learning so that thought of you know using the science of theater for learning itself was an innovation that was recognized by cii and 
that God is the award. And what it means to us as a company is a concept that we, when we started saying about this about six years back, and a lot of people didn't believe that it could work. Today, it's a stamp on that, you know, particular concept saying that it works. When CII recognizes this as an innovation, that means somewhere there's a belief that theater can be used as a learning. And that's a big boost to us. Mm, wonderful. I think uh, theater-based learning also has evolved from role plays to icebreakers to team building to you. Now you're saying that, you know, from behavioral adaptation to change management and leadership development. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful, uh, Shangraj. I think uh, you are able to bring in variety of topics. The competency you're saying, that's very important. The format and the process also, uh, you know, is based on the objective. Uh, you did say that, you know, measuring the uh, ROI would be a challenge. But how do you measure the impact of the program at because at the end, L&D need to showcase, you know, uh, what is the ROI for the business. It need not be the uh, uh, the numbers or the tangible result, but what is that we can showcase? See, uh, there are two things that L&D teams can showcase. One is the thought process shift. So it's the same traditional process of, you know, doing a pre-assessment and a post-assessment. Yeah. But uh, it should be more of trying to understand the decision-making abilities or the thinking, the, the thought areas of these, uh, you know, participants on each skill that we do. It can be done done through story-based assessments. It can be done through, you know, the regular psychometric evaluations that's there or the 360-degree reviews that happens. Company can follow any of these methods, but it should be one is you have to try and measure for the thought process shift. Like pre the training, what was it? And post the training, what was it? Because... Uh, that is what the maximum thing that we can do for a non-technical learning. And this is, I'm talking of irrespective of the methodology being used, right? Okay. Uh, because, uh, see, a lot of times you could train your employees on any non-technical skill, but if the business does not provide them an opportunity to implement it in real life, there is no way you can measure the ROI correctly. Yeah, very true. And uh, with theater, the additional measurement that or additional part that you can also do is you can keep on replicating this post-assessment, uh, you know, uh, evaluations up till a period of one year, probably do one every three months. Mm-hmm. And that way you are able to showcase the retention of learning. That is the new dimension that theater brings in. And that showcases the value for money for the LED teams. That, okay, I've gone, I've invested in this kind of a learning, probably even paid premium prices compared to the normal you know, uh, forms of learning. And when you're doing that, you definitely have to show how far is it retained by the employees. So it shows the duration of retention. That is where, uh, you know, that is something that theater can give. And that's something L&D teams have to do. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, Rangaraj, you did say that, you know, the whole theater-based program would be through fun and you can learn without boundaries. And you also mentioned the retention is also very high so using theater in professional world how easy it is to adapt you know when you have a group of 30 people in a room there could be one shy guy who will never come front right right see uh, uh, we humans are kind of following that crowd mentality the herd mentality 
So the one shy guy might not come up front, maybe for the first 10-15 minutes of the session. But towards the end of the session, that shy guy is the guy who's going to be doing a lot of work at the end. Okay. So theater has got that power to make it happen. And this is something that we've normally seen, I think, with almost each of our sessions. There is always a certain set of people who are initially, you know, are not so participative, either because they are shy or because they think, okay, it does not, it, it might not even get into their zone of the ego. They're not comfortable doing things that they don't know what to do. Uh, sometimes people are wondering, why should I do this? I was called in for a training. Why am I taking off my shoes and sitting on the floor? There's a lot of, you know, such walls that's there yeah. in people. Right. A theater is one such tool that breaks all those walls and ensures that people actually participate. And in the end, everyone has done something or the other. So uh, that, that is something, uh, it naturally happens with theater. So we have never actually found it hard to engage people at all through theater. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, uh, Rangraj. Rangraj, to wrap up, how do you moderate with the audience to derive the values and the benefits uh, with theater-based approach? See, simple, uh, I would say, is theater is life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, say, as you know, Shakespeare said, the whole world is a stage, right? Hey. So theater is a part of life and theater replicates what is life. So at every stage of either your professional or your personal life, the whatever skills that you need to get through with it, can be done better and can be, I wouldn't say can be learned better, it can be understood better with theater. It helps you understand your strengths, your weaknesses, and how do you handle certain situations in your way. That is where theater becomes very, very effective. Mm. Because in theater, uh, you know, based sessions, we don't draw a boundary and say, do this, do this, do this, and you know, it works for you. It's never those hard and fast lines. It's each, if there are 30 people in the room, everyone's learning is personalized from their point of view and the theater is the only art form that can give it as a learning that way okay wonderful so that, and, and that, that's the biggest benefit of you know i'm implementing theater-based learning at the corporate world okay insightful uh, shangaraj so now uh, i think we have grabbed all the uh, requirement on you know theater-based uh, learning uh, Rangaraj, we will move on to the, you know, our, my next session. It's time for, you know, powerful question to unveil for my listeners to engage, enlighten and empower. And that's the mission of my podcast too. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So, uh, Rangaraj, my first powerful question to you is, according to you, what is the star moment? I think... The day that you have made an impact to the people's lives and when they actually tell you this is the impact that I've had, that's the star moment. I think that for every L&D professional, that should be the star moment. Okay. And what inspires you to do everything that you do today? Knowing that I'm actually making a difference uh, in the in the uh, corporate world. See, I tell this to everyone. I quit IT because I loved IT too much. staying in the system it was really hard for me to change what was needed to change so 
uh, staying as a participant on the recipient side of these uh, you know learning and development programs i knew something had to change mm. but staying there in that system it was hard for me to change it and i quit that and now i see a change happening i see a whole attitude shift about of the companies of the, you know the uh, participants of the employees and everyone and that's what inspires me to do what i'm doing today wonderful so if you own the company what's that one thing you would do differently in learning i think give them a flavor of every possible form in which a learning can happen okay so in continuation what are the three most important things you would like to accomplish right now right now i would uh, first want to take theater based learning to the next level uh, where uh, today uh, theater based learning is still being spoken of uh, by a few companies who understand the impact of it so i want to make it and build it as a brand as such that's one second is i want to moderate the supply side of it so as the demand for theater increases it's also very important to make sure that you know there is quality theater professionals who are coming in and doing these theater based interventions in the right way so i want to make sure that i educate the people coming in from the theater world uh, sharing my experiences with them and making sure that they do good learning and you know impactful learning sessions and the third and the most important thing is this is something that i've already started working on i want to revolutionize the way the content is being put on e learning platforms okay. so that's a that's something that i'll share with you probably once we are ready with it but we are going to change the way e learning happens very soon wonderful so rangaraj if i may ask you what are your strengths i don't think of failure i think that's my only strength okay and what's the best book you have read this year or any time you recommend to my listeners <sighs> that's a hard question i don't read much of books to be very honest <laughs> you would be okay see <laughs> Okay then we can uh... see most of my learning so I wouldn't recommend reading books to people I would say this talk to others interact with them ask for people's experiences and experiences that's what makes you better smarter and intelligent than reading books this is something that I believe in to be very honest with you and uh, I think that's something people have to do all these all the L&D professionals or even everyone they should stop move away from the gadgets first start interacting with people share your experiences because end of the day what you find in the books is something that what you have gone through as an experience yeah. so this is something that i realized after uh, i started doing my uh, you know uh, executive mba program in iim so i'm doing a program on entrepreneurship management okay and uh, the first two months of my entrepreneurship management program i went and asked all the professors there at i am no disrespect to them uh, when i went and asked them okay these are the things that i want to do what would you suggest they said you are thinking right you have learned from your failures go ahead with it okay. then i realized oh, so that means <laughs> the only thing that i was doing is yeah, i went through these experiences interacted with people and all your books are going to talk of the same hmm yeah very true there's nothing more insightful learning from you know experience or from the thought leaders yeah so uh, moving on to my next question rangraj what are the characteristics of the best boss or a role model or a mentor uh, you ever had and what made that person great for you um i think uh, i've had a couple of uh, you know uh, great people who have inspired me at different stages one was my uh, one of my teachers in my engineering college 
uh, he came in and you know he changed the way i thought about programming uh, back then and at college where even though he was teaching us some computer programming he would always focus on the problem solving part of it and not teaching us more than teaching us the programming language that he was supposed to do which made a lot which which made us think beyond what we are supposed to do and so that was one thing and i think i i carried that into when i started working in the it also where even i supported my uh, people who worked in my teams or people who worked under me to understand the whole system rather than just trying to understand the module that they were working on that's one and then in one of my companies i've had a fantastic manager who to, who put up with everything that i did and uh, he said you don't have to come to office if you're working uh-huh. so <laughs> uh the, the the reason that i'm sharing that is uh, you know uh, that manager there he concentrated on the work being happening and he realized that you know people have to work from wherever it is and they have to make sure that the work happens and the physical presence is not something that's very important which made me respect that person at that instance to a great level and i realized this when i'm now running my own company where i still have the same rule to all my employees as if you're working you don't have to come to office and you won't believe people work at even 12 o'clock on a sunday night if they were, if i want them to yeah, so <laughs> yeah it's uh, more mobile and not you know uh, being in person matters it's the result what you are bringing on the table yes i think as managers today a lot i think that's what we need to you know have we need to focus on what's important and focus on what's and take the focus away from what's not drawing that line i think is very very important and as so, so those are the roles or the characteristics of the mentors that i had sure uh, rangraj so are there any tools that you use on a daily basis to be a better you i tell myself that today is going to be a bad day <laughs> okay <laughs> and i tell myself there is no problem that i can't solve that's all yeah, so i think that is something that i've always believed in Uh, you know considering the uncertainty of running a startup and everything so what makes i think that's what should make us a better person every day where uh, you know you're trying to i try to do something different each day I try to challenge myself hmm. yeah so that's that's the whole thing wonderful so in continuation are there any resources i know you said no to books but are there any okay. blogs or the website you would recommend to our uh, listeners so i think probably every hr professional looks at the harvard business schools uh, the hbr uh, uh, website and you know the blogs that's there the articles there are fantastic and of late uh, i've been seeing quite a few great videos on linkedin learning as well the kind of research the topics and what the top of i think people can read that but above all as i said again talk to people because a lot of blogs research and books depends on the context in which the author is writing them if they are not indians then they might not connect with the problems that you are having if you need solutions you have to talk to your own people that's that's something okay right uh, uh ranga while we come to an end of the interview i have an one important question how can people uh, get in touch with you or to attend any of your program where they can reach out you uh people can you know uh, uh, it's very very easy to find me they can look for rangaraj bhatracharya 
it's b h a t r a c h a r y a when they look for this name on social media i'm the only guy with this name across all platforms of social media okay so it's very it's very very easy to connect with me or uh, they can write to me on uh, rangaraj at the rate we move theater dot in or even you know uh, so i'm i'm 24 by 7 online or is it okay to give out my mobile number as well yes yeah so they can reach me on 9981692692 this is my number if i don't answer the call they can always leave me a whatsapp and i'll definitely respond to them okay and to attend one of my programs i think Uh, if they are in touch with me through one of these uh, mediums as and when we schedule any open house programs or anything that's uh, that they can attend i'll only inform them on it it's they they can get all the information that they need okay wonderful on a closing note and that last question your advice for those who want to practice theater or you know implement theater in the corporates so for people who want to practice theater to Uh, just to improve themselves or their personality i would say go ahead and do it there are uh, many many uh, options and areas to do it we also run quite a few programs over the weekends for people to come and learn practice theater and go on stage and start acting that's one if you're looking to be a theater based trainer then i'm always happy to help people and for companies who want to implement theater based learning no matter who you're tying up with please make sure that you help the trainer realize the context of the business value that you're looking to add connect that with the kind of activities that the trainer is doing and only then go ahead and implement it to your participants because uh, this is a kind of a method which is still not everyone knows about how to actually go about with it and how to make sure it's very effective so if they fail once it might kind of create a negative impact about theater inside the company and that's not good for a art form more than an art form that's not good for a learning methodology which is actually going to be the future hmm. so i would advise them to do it right okay very very insightful uh, share uh, rangraj so all my lovely listeners the links and resources which we have discussed in this episode will be made available on my website prajwitanowledge.com that is p r a j v i t a knowledge.com I list out all our conversation in my podcast show notes page for your quick reference. Thank you so much Rangraj for being on this show. I really enjoyed it. Really had uh, fun learning few nuggets uh, from you. Thanks thanks a lot Jyoti. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. So friends, uh, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Rangaraj and if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to Rangaraj then make sure you share this podcast with your friends and post it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and tag us and let your friends know about this amazing information you have learned and let this piece of information help many others to engage, enlighten and empower thank you so much for your patience and tuning in this show bye for now take good care of yourself and go out and do something engaging enlightening and empowering thank you thanks a lot thank you so friends i hope you enjoyed this conversation and if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to this show then make sure you share this podcast with your friends and post it on all social media platforms like facebook twitter insta and do tag us and let your friends know about this amazing information 
you have learned and let this piece of information help many others to engage enlighten and empower thank you so much for your patience and tuning into this show bye for now take good care of yourself and go out and do something engaging enlightening and empowering